This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Welcome to I Have to Call My Sister. My name is Stacy, And my name is Kayla. We're here to keep it real, tell crazy stories, talk about why you shouldn't worry about those pounds on your body, and how it's okay to sometimes feel a little cray. Let's go. My name is Stacy Gay, and to my right is Kayla Boma. I'm actually to your left for one. <laughs> you don't know your lefts and rights. I panic. Like legitimately. <laughs> Two... <laughs> Okay, next episode, when you go to record, I'm just going to do the intro. You're saying you'd rather me just be like, hey, welcome to I Have to Call My Sister, episode five. No. So, so um, far, what, how's you your... went, hello, welcome no, to no, no, episode no. three. Okay. And you were like, kick, 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 Kayla. And then I had to like quickly throw in a so, rap. Hey, welcome to episode five. So, <laughs> or episode, hey, hey, episode five. Yeah, yeah. Go with me now. Go who? Go with me now. I'm putting my arms up in the air like a, like a gospel choir. That is material right there. That's content, baby. I agree. Just like, <laughs> just baby, like, let me know before. Anyway. Why don't you know your lefts and rights? Like, do you know if you just hold your left hand up, it literally has the word L? I, you know how people have dyslexia with their words? I think I have that with my left and rights. I don't know if that's a thing. But I legitimately, my brain is telling me right, and I say the word left. But well, I so know. Like you know. Yes. You knew I, I was on your left. I knew. Stacey. Wait, <laughs> I just did it again. Are you on my left? You're on my left. I know that you're on my left. But I say the word right, and it's almost like I'm hypnotized. And and okay, no, I'm <laughs> this is like out of control. No, I'm Sam, serious. Do you know the amount of times we've been driving, and like I'll be like, okay, tell me where to go, and she'll be like, turn right, turn right, and I start turning right. She's like, no, the other way. Yes, and she'll like yell because I like it's ridiculous. I think. I got hypnotized by Mike Mandel. Remember that guy? That, <laughs> no, I'm serious. There was a guy. There was a guy who's a uh, well. I think he's like a local hypnotist, but I don't. I thought he was famous, Mike Mandel, and he hypnotized me. And I didn't believe in hypnotism, but then he said there were bees in my ears. Remember? And I freaked out on the stage. I I feel like there's a weird left and right thing, and I I feel like he said every time I say left, it will be right or something, and it'll it never has stopped. This was I think when I was in grade eight or something. Like, I can't. Like you're saying, you've been hypnotized, and that's why you don't know. What's your left the and other right. thing? That What's the other reason? You need to learn how to like figure out your lefts and rights. That's like saying I don't know how to spell there, there, and there because one day I was hypnotized. Like you need to figure it out. But you're I know. Adult. But I'm saying. If anyone else, if any, I got so mad, I sat back. If anyone out there knows what I'm talking about, please comment because I'm telling you. It's that if anyone has been hypnotized before, no, 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 what? no. If anyone knows, if anyone knows what I'm talking about, where they're 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 saying left, but they mean right. Okay, I feel like I'm gonna start crying or something. Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> like I didn't realize this was such a big issue. Oh my god. But anyway, <laughs> welcome to episode five of I Have to Call My Sister. I cannot believe we've done five episodes. I know. It's, I feel like we need to be, this is like a great success. We no, need but to be so proud of ourselves. We need to be proud of ourselves. Um, when we say success, we remember we've had our pep talk. We've moved on from that. We say success, yeah. we mean like the joy and fun that we're having as sisters. Yeah. Do you think we'll run out of stuff to talk about eventually? Like a hundred percent. That's when we no just way. Like start making up stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what actually, I cannot believe I haven't talked about this on the podcast yet but i am obsessed with martin short like obsessed we did a little bit talk about it we did because i did i met him once I, I i'm his biggest fan and some people don't even know who martin short is which is like sorry that's your own fault but he's a canadian like superstar comedian whatever he had a musical um that i saw like so many times called fame becomes me and the whole storyline of that musical is that his life isn't controversial enough so it's like um like it's it, he called it his one man show but the funny part was he had a full cast behind him yeah. and he, his life wasn't crazier like sad or scary enough so he just makes up the whole musical like that's how the musical starts of like this is going to be the most boring show ever yeah and then then, then the next song is i like the crack cocaine and he starts singing about cocaine how he was a crack addict so we could do that if we do run out yeah. of stuff to talk about we could just like make up scenarios or we and stuff. could just like Put ourselves in situations to get a story. Like Let's do crack cocaine. Rob a bank. And like. then the next week we'll have content. Well, Anyways. we're not going to do that. Um, so how's your week been, Sister Kayla? Oh my God. It, like, I got to say, I'm over the quarantine. I'm over it. Um, I now have to, like, well, I've been doing it now for a month. I've been having to homeschool my children. And, like, I can't even complain because Chris and my situation, like, for specifically this quarantining is perfect because we're both home because you like, worked for the school board we so worked for the school yeah. board so like we're both still getting paid and I feel terrible for all the people that aren't and like I'm so grateful for that but I find it so hard so I can't even imagine the people that like don't have help or are having to teach at the same time as teaching their own kids like I'm so overwhelmed and I feel like it's pretty straightforward but I'm like this morning I was trying to do homework with them and like Monroe was reading something and he just like when he doesn't know the word he'll just add in extra letters so he'll be like come clum clumsy (laughs) and then I'll be like okay so take your finger and show me the L that you added for the clumsy and show me the Y that you and then he's like mom I'm yell like that by the end of it I am okay because you just sounded like the most aggressive like mean mother ever and I've never seen you do that to him so like you made yourself sound worse okay well (laughs) you're saying by the end you get um frustrated that he can't read this makes you sound terrible (laughs) yeah I'm saying that I feel terrible for teachers and then yeah. i have like leo being like i'm not doing it and then like <laughs> he's in kindergarten or no he's in jk oh my god anyways it's been awful and so hard but it's fine we're not i don't see the end anytime soon no so. oh my god like that's so that's so negative that's not true everything will pass and this is a very interesting time in our lives and that kind of leads into what we're gonna do today so kayla and i had a big discussion about this and we are a little bit nervous about this episode because we are putting um, very personal things on the line today. We're going to go way out of our comfort zone and we're going to talk about, here, let's say it together. We're going to talk about anxiety. anxiety. 
And there were some things that we were like, should we keep it out? Like, I don't want to say this. I don't want to say that because doing a podcast is so scary. Like you're listening to me talk right now and I don't even know that you're listening and I'm about to just tell you all my problems. And it's, it's such a scary thing. It's way scarier than, than people think. But what do you, how are you feeling, Kayla? Are we going to just go for it and tell, tell all? Yeah, like, yes, it is out of my comfort zone. But I also think that it's really, really important to talk about. And I know that when I've heard other people talk about this subject, it's, it's very relatable. And I'm like, okay, yes, I felt that way as well. So I think it's really important to talk about. Yeah, it almost um, like normalizes what's happening in a way because – we'll both talk about our experiences with it but when it first started happening to me I thought I was so alone and I thought like I'm so embarrassed for feeling this way and like there's and I was like ashamed and there's no way other people feel like this and felt like I didn't deserve to feel that way because there's so many more people worse off and like all of these different things so we thought we're just going to be honest today and we're going to tell you our experience with anxiety and just just go for it so okay Okay. (laughs) how about we start with when we got our like first taste of it so Kayla I I know this but why don't you tell them like when did you get your first taste with like oh my god I this is happening yeah okay so I feel like I said this before but like before having children I really really felt like I was invincible I didn't worry about anything the only thing I always have had a little fear of is like family members passing because we haven't really experienced that um It was after I had my second child, Leo, that it really, really hit me. So I've always had these weird little fears here and there. And I've like a family dying or of like sharks or (laughs) like these irrational fears. But when I had Leo, I, I literally like felt it in my body. And it actually started with the car ride home from the hospital. I know that seems like crazy to for to pick the day, but I... I remember just like bawling in the car and being like, I'm so happy right now. And I know that you are super emotional after having kids and stuff, but I was so scared to drive home and I can't explain the feeling. And I was like, this little person is just in the car and it's all under my um, control if we get in a car accident or not. And if he lit and whatever. And I had all these crazy thoughts and it was, I was like, okay, I think we have to be be careful with the word crazy and I'm not saying like for other people I'm saying for ourselves like like it wasn't crazy that you thought that because yes there are explanations yes you did just have a child that day and like your fears that you claimed were irrational they're not actually irrational fears which is fine like we we now know these things but just to clarify at the time you thought I'm being crazy yes at the time you thought this is crazy for me to think that way but w- later on in the episode we'll explain like why we now know it's not crazy but yes. say okay so continue <laughs> okay so like at first I remember having all these these I was just gonna say crazy feelings I remember <laughs> having all these really strong feelings of um just just different things like I would go to bed and I would think oh my gosh did I lock the door and I would have to check multiple times or I would think that my gas stove is still on or I would think that uh Leo was gonna like in the middle of the night stop breathing or when they would get sick I'd be like oh my gosh this is it and whatever and and I just interject for one second so much so that like you would go wake them up to see if they were breathing yeah I would just double check that they were breathing so I would do little things where like yeah I would just see if they would move here and there whatever right but it would consume you so much that if like you thought the stove was on you wouldn't be able to sleep for hours until you went and checked it and then even then you sometimes didn't even believe that it was off yeah yeah and I didn't 
used to ever feel that way. And so I'm like, I think it's just because I'm a new mom. And that's what our mom, I have this relationship with her. We both have this relationship that's amazing. And we can tell her anything and talk to her about anything. And when I would tell her that I was feeling this way, I hope this doesn't like upset mom, but she would just say, that's, that's all normal. I used to feel that way with you and Stacy. And, and it's normal after having kids and you're just, you're a new mom and blah, blah, blah. And so I'd be like, okay, that's what it is. Um, so then I just got to a point where I just accepted it and I'm like, okay, this is what it is. This is how I'm going to start feeling. Um, but I know that you also had like a specific time where you were like, yeah, like that was, feeling. that was your first taste of what anxiety could be. I think mine, I get these things called painless migraines and they're just like a thing that I, it sounds shocking, but you just go like blind for like 15 minutes with like these like lights in your eyes and you get a migraine and that's what I know I have. But they said, just in case, like the doctor said, just in case it's not that I'm going to have you go have an MRI. Fine. I've never had one before. No problem. So I go to the hospital, go to the appointment. I get into the machine and I don't, I don't want to freak anyone out, but if you haven't had it and you need to get one or something, but I'm just going to tell you my experience. So with an MRI machine, you have to like, if it's for your head or whatever, you have to go into this, like a bed that goes into like a tube kind of shape. And you have to wear these like double headphones because there's this sound that happens in the MRI machine and it goes, like, it's like really loud and I remember as soon as I went into the little tube thing like my my boobs were like as high as the like they were touching the top like Why? of the seat like that's how close in oh, it was Do you I know what I meant they were like flapping up or no. something like, or like something was making them rise no 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 no, no, no. like, like I'm saying I'm saying like the ceiling <gasps> oh, the ceiling was yeah. like 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 over my face was so close oh my to my face that I like the top of my like my my boobs were like touching it. Yeah. I'm trying to show you like how close to your body it really was. And I remember the the breath that I was breathing, I could just feel it like coming back on my face. And I started getting this, like they said to me, have you ever experienced claustrophobia? Have you ever experienced any problems? And I was like, no, like just get me in there, whatever. And I go in, I don't even know if I can explain it, but if you've had this before, like my whole body started burning and I couldn't breathe and I felt nauseous and it was this crazy feeling. Oh, I'm feeling it right now. It was this crazy feeling that came over my body and they give you this little like button thing and you press it if you're like, if you want out. And, and when they handed it to me, I said to her, like, you don't even need to give me that. It's fine. And then she was like, no, we have to give it to each person. So she hands me the little button thing. I, I had this feeling. I'm like, I'm going to throw up. And I clicked it. And she's like, is everything okay in there? I don't know why she's fr like from Brooklyn, but she's like, is everything okay in there? And I'm like, no, get like, I'm going to throw up, get me out. And then she pushes me out. And then I was like, how long was I in there for? And she's like 37 seconds. Oh my gosh. And I was like, what? And then, and then she goes, okay, please. Uh, next time you just got to talk to your doctor. And next time you're, you're going to take a pill and blah, blah blah and like I get rushed out and then all of a sudden I'm in my car now like driving home oh by the way I was supposed to go in there for 25 minutes so I <laughs> 25 minutes of that I, I I was like I can't do it and so that was my first taste because um that's when I started um being claustrophobic I had a panic attack and then I looked it up after and you can develop adult claustrophobia if you've had a traumatic experience like being like stuck in a closet or something or um, an MRI machine. So mm -hmm. I've been on so many airplanes because I have to travel for my job. And the next time after that event happened, when I went on an airplane, I experienced claustrophobia on the airplane. And, and I 
like I was in a middle seat, which was is the everybody hates the middle seat, but but I I, I had a panic attack on an L, on a on an airplane, and then I had it at the dentist, and then I was like, what? And I felt so embarrassed, and I felt uh, like. I didn't want anyone to see me and I didn't know why it was happening and I didn't know why I didn't have control over it. I've always been in control of my mind and it was like not my mind. It was like my body was doing something that I, I couldn't even tell it to stop and it was so frustrating and I cannot explain how embarrassed I was over it. It's just when you get in your head, like even talking about it right now. Like, I know my, my shoulders are burning like I can't, a little like, bit. Take a yeah. full breath. Like it's just you get in your head for sure but I realized from watching a documentary is that you can't cure anxiety like they, it will never go away you can just um like figure coping cope, mechanisms like yeah figure out coping mechanisms so that will never go away right but you can figure out when the next time you go on an airplane or mri or whatever you can figure out ways to cope with that which i'm like i before i did all this research i thought you could cure it and the next section of the story is when we realized what was happening we found out what it was and we did think of solutions for it and I'm so sorry if you were like looking for like a comedic episode this episode. <laughs> I know. This is weird to me. But I know, I, but let's just do it. Let's just have one that's like this. Like yeah. I'm sorry for not busting a gut, guys. Like, <laughs> but I'm also like claiming like we're stand up comedians on the other one. Like no, that's I know, like, not, we're not that funny. We're not that funny. But like I, I just think that let's just have like it would be like in a set of like a, a band like playlist. Like you can do all the up tempos and this is the one where we're like breaking down the slow song right now. So yeah. we're just having this one episode where where we're just gonna take it, it real keep it real take it easy and just be honest okay you're a podcast listener and this is a podcast ad reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from lips and ads choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with lips and ads go to lipsandads.com now that's l-i-b-s-y-n ads.com you're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. So, Kayla, you realize that our poor mother who was trying to help you was incorrect about <laughs> it just being like oh because you're a new mom whatever yeah. you realize that there was actually something more and what yeah. is that called excuse me i said what it, it's it's called it's called postpartum oh anxiety <laughs> oh what oh okay i'm like is this a test no okay yeah <laughs> yeah okay wait you thought <laughs> i was what quizzing is that you called? and i'm like uh, uh answer b <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh yeah okay so i felt I, like i didn't present it in the right way like i said it too quickly you had postpartum anxiety <laughs> oh my gosh okay so okay wait let me jump back now we're going all over the place here but i started doing like intense research so i really didn't start doing research until like 
four years into feeling this way. But you know what also is interesting about mom too is that she she's the innocent one in this situation because she came from a different generation. Oh, hundred percent. And during that generation, they didn't talk about you know you hear so many like hicks being like, oh that anxiety's made up in your head and like (laughs) you guys are just chickens or whatever, right? And it's like no, like the people from an older generation just were unaware of the science and the the stats. So I remember I watched this documentary and this one like really stuck with me but I've never just to like make it clear there's a lot of like um, more severe cases than me where like everyone thinks when postpartum depression that I just want to like kill my babies and that's not at all how I feel it's completely different where it's just it's irrational fears so it's fears that most likely are not going to happen but I'm like for sure it's going to happen and so I remember watching this documentary that made me realize this and the guy so there's been an ongoing joke my whole life about my fear in sharks but I can't explain when I'm in a lake or any type of water when I'm in a pool the feeling I get picturing sharks being at the bottom of the water and is that my this fault has been, well Stacy when I was little like <laughs> baby little told me that sharks would come up the the drain hole whatever it's yeah, called in the tub in the tub while I was having like, a bath this, I'm laughing so that's so for sure put the fear in me a hundred percent so like I actually feel terrible because I know this has really affected you in your life and I don't know why I'm laughing but no but it is really funny it is funny it, how, it was like, like a traumatic experience that you got, like had with water yeah. because of your friggin' but I sister. can't even like and it is funny <laughs> but I can't explain to you actually how genuinely scared I am and when like like when my feet are in water and I'm like oh like a sh-, like I just I can't explain it but then I watched this documentary and this guy was talking and he was like this young awesome cool guy and he said I have this irrational fear of sharks and I'm like excuse me like, like that what? is my dream and man so, yeah and so he says that it, it I'm not going to explain everything he said but he started telling all these things and I'm like oh my god I didn't even put that like I didn't even link that with anxiety yeah so then I started doing so much research and so many things that I do in life I didn't realize had anything to do with anxiety the other thing that you've made fun of me for where you say you're always wanting to go 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 you're always needing to make plans you can't just sit there and relax which is something that I'm like yeah I'm just a busy person but then I did research and it's like are you always wanting to be busy and do like whatever? Yeah, like just to explain, we'll be sitting there having a really nice conversation and you'll be like, okay, so what are we doing? What's next? Or like, guys, what are we going to do? Just sit around? And I'm like, Kayla, you've like ran a marathon, went to Wonderland and like yeah. <laughs> had like whatever today. Like why, why can't we just sit here and talk right now? Which is so funny because that's what this podcast is, which is also interesting. Yeah. This is kind of like a therapy sesh. Sorry yeah. for the listeners, but we're yeah. having a therapy sesh, guys. Yeah. But it's like, you can't handle just like sitting for one second. No, I You'd know. rather die than that. Like it's, oh, and the one, the one other thing that I was, I had no clue was anything to do with anxiety is like, if you ask me, what do you want for dinner? I can't explain to you like the feeling I get where I'm like, I don't know, just decide. Like I can't pick, I can't make decisions, I can't figure it out. And I and then it makes me irritated. And I'm like, it's a whole thing. Whereas someone else, that's a very easy answer. Well, like, this is debatable. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that's an ongoing problem in the world. Yeah. Where like having to decide like what movie to watch on Netflix or what oh, to eat for dinner. Oh my god, that's you the worst. can't the it's Netflix the worst. movie. Like Chris and I will literally be an hour and a half in. And then we'll be like, let's just go to bed. <laughs> like we, we could have watched a movie by now. <laughs> Yeah. So I started becoming more like in tune with myself and I'm like, okay, maybe this isn't all just like normal things. And then it got to the point where I was waking up every single night and I still am like 
I every single night if I wake up I'm screwed because then I will be up for the next four hours and it's just not my mind just goes like I can't even explain to you where it goes oh so you'll you'll wake up and it's not that you're just awake and you can't get back to sleep you wake up and you think about terrible things I start thinking of everything like I know okay like uh, my nanny right now is quarantining like what if someone in her building gets this and then I go to the point Stacey where I start planning her funeral like it's yeah you've you've had a thing I have it as well but not as severe as you where and it is because we haven't lost like we have lost some grandparents but we were younger and we've never really lost anyone in our family or close friends and so we have not experienced grieving or death and what's that what that's done is put a lot of fear and anxiety especially in you Kayla where you think people are going to die at all times so much that it consumes you and all you can think about are like our family dying and this is anyone if my mom doesn't respond in five minutes I have them in a car accident the amount of times I've researched accidents in Guelph accidents in Cambridge it's just out of control so one thing that I want to talk about is going to a therapist there was there's such a stigma on it and I used to be embarrassed and I remember the first appointment I made I was humiliated I only told my sister and my family I'm like I don't want anyone to know that I'm going to a therapist and it's interesting because we come from a family of therapists I know yeah Yeah. why have we always been so weird about it like I always recommend therapy to people because always because our our dad is is a counselor yeah we're like I've never been to an appointment in my life no like I was like and then in my head I'm like you have to have a problem to go to a therapist and now I am like the biggest advocate for therapy. Yeah. I think that even if you don't have any concerns or any problems, you should go to a therapist. It is the best hour ever. Like I am so pumped every time I leave my therapist and I'm, I literally called you after Stacey and I was like, it's the best thing ever. Yeah. You have to go to one. And then I remember you told me to go for my weird, like new reason. Yeah. Should I tell that? Yes. This is something, this is like the (sighs) biggest craziest thing in your life right now and no but it's like so hard to explain and I'm just gonna try but one thing I realize is okay I'll just whatever so one thing I realize is that people can have depression and anxiety from situations that they cannot control and a weird thing has happened to me in the last oh god it's been like half a year now so I got and I'm fully grinning right now because this is another thing that we do with when we when we talk about serious situations actually we could probably go back to our childhood that's probably anxiety too but when instead of crying we like laugh at funerals like it's we're fully laughing it's the worst curse to be given ever but um i got this disease and it's called chronic idiopathic urticaria and what that is it's an autoimmune disorder and i get hives from like head to toe every single day just like for the rest of my life like so that means my body is itchy at all times and even me talking about it right now is making my body itchy but what that does is it um makes me distracted and makes me like just feel like I'm being tortured at all times sometimes I'll wake up and like like look like ET like like my eyes are fully swollen shut and like Sometimes my lips look like really good. Actually, like it looks like I got like injections or whatever, but like my lips will swell and like it'll they'll just be hives like ev- like every nook and cranny. Oh, <laughs> so so what it feels like is to describe it is kind of like ants crawling all over your body while while burning at the same time. But it's an extremely extremely rare disease and you get it for no reason and people are always trying to figure out like figure out the food allergies that you have or like you don't have an allergy to anything 
your body is just telling you that you do and, and you don't actually have it. So I get these hives every day. I'm grinning again, but like I live my life in torture at times. Yeah. Um, I have to take antihistamines every day. And so it's like um, where, you know, where someone takes like one Benadryl, I have to take eight Benadryls a day. I was shocked. Like when you were at my <laughs> house and you were like popping out all the Benadryls and then you just like did a handful of it. And I'm like, can no, you but overdose? But no, you're like, no, you can't. You like taught me. So no, no, no. About- you can overdose on Benadryl. Yes. Because that one is the one that makes you like drowsy. Don't go taking Benadryl, everybody. If I took a pack of Benadryl right now, I probably wouldn't fall asleep because yeah. I'm so used to taking yeah. them. Um, so anyway, what that started to do, and I I realized that this is not my fault because the, the reason I'm also awkward about talking about this is because I've kind of done like, I'm going to, I was going to say like a good job of hiding it online. Like nobody really knows that I have this or that it affected me so negatively. But a lot of my friends, they're like, you never text me back or like you, you never call me. And they think that I'm being a bad friend, but what they see, and this is such a, I'm like having an epiphany right now. What they don't realize is I'm trying to just live my day to day going like not like being tortured each day. And so if I don't text them back or if I don't call them, it's not my fault. It's because I'm laying under my covers with my face in my pillow, just trying to like get through a couple hours with hives all over my body. Cause some days it works and some days it doesn't. Well, okay. And sorry, let me interrupt for a second too. Like from an outsider point of view with you, whenever you come like Monroe and Leo, you're their favorite person in the entire world because you come and it's like so fun and you're so energetic and whatever for these past, like, well, up until like a month ago or whatever, you I like I've never seen you this way before and like it makes me so sad because you're my best friend in the whole wide world and like you just were like so sad which is it's all justified for sure and it's because I'd be sitting there looking at Monroe and and Leo so much pain but I'm just sitting there like like my skin is burning and it's so itchy it would be like there are would you rathers that's like would you rather be itchy for the rest of your life or blah 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 and I'm like like, that is my life I literally like like it's like an itch you cannot scratch it will not go away and it's head to toe so I'm trying to enjoy my nephews and then I I, I can't even look at them without like I lose concentration yeah. or sometimes I'd be singing in a show and when you like when you sweat it makes them worse and then that's another thing it causes so all now all of a sudden I don't want to work out as much so now I'm gaining a, a little bit of weight and then like sometimes going outside makes it worse so I want to just lay in my sometimes when you when I put my covers around me so tight it makes it feel so much better so I just want to lay in my bed all day and yeah. then what's started happening was I went into this like I I got depressed like like, for actual depression yeah never experienced it before I wasn't Stacey K anymore and so I read this thing in one of those like Facebook support groups one person said I I've never been a fan of like medications or antidepressants but my doctor as a last resort said some of your hives may be coming from stress so you should go on this like a low dose of this antidepressant and she was like it worked and I don't have as many hives anymore and I can deal with it whatever that day I called my doctor and I was like let's give this a try so for the last two months now for the first time in my life I uh, this is what we were debating like telling because I feel like this is so personal but I've been taking this anti-anxiety slash depression medication for my hives and now I can like I feel like I came back like I can deal with them which makes me so happy and it's funny because at first you were like 
I'm in like a good mood today, but like, is it the pill or is it me? I would like laugh at a joke that Mark said, which is like a daily occurrence. And then I was like, do I really think it's funny? Or is it the pill? Or is it the pill? And Mark was like, or maybe I just said something funny. (laughs) Which like, yeah, you didn't lose like your sense of humor. Like you still would think things were funny. But if I was having a good day at all, I was like, oh my God. Like, But then I realized what the pill does is not make you, it's not like a happy pill. It's taking, uh, it's pumping the serotonin that you lost when you became depressed back into your head so mm-hmm. it's making you the normal stacy as opposed to the like depressed stacy mm-hmm. so yeah i can't believe i just confessed that i feel no, so but weird see, and then this is where like okay so i think i'm a little bit more advanced than you are with this okay. whole like with the whole like medication and like research and stuff because i've been dealing with it for so long now and like even like you're like should we talk about the film like yes Who like cares? i know it doesn't matter it's, but i'm a singer and i have my whole like instagram channel and i, I sing know, and i do concerts and people don't know that i went through but people need to know i think that's my, like, i think my friends seriously my friends i've t- kind of told them but i don't think they realize what's happened in the last ha- half yeah. year of my life like I feel like my friends really don't actually get that, like, my day-to-day is crazy. Yeah. And so I just, I, because I always try to be, act like I'm strong and, and, and nothing's wrong. But that's wrong where, and- that's where, like, it's, like, Ugh. as cheesy as it is, like, that doesn't make you weak being, I know. taking a medication. So, okay, so I this know. is where, okay, so now going back to me, Kayla, so I have been um, wanting to to go on anxiety medication for a few years now and I would call the doctors I'd make the appointment I want to go on anxiety medication and then I'd call back and cancel the appointment I did that probably four times because you were just too I was just like oh no I can think of other solutions I can figure it out I can eat healthy I can meditate I can do all these things that are supposed to help with anxiety and then it just wasn't happening and I could see it literally month to month getting worse and worse by the month it was awful and and so then it just got so bad to the point where I couldn't even be out with thinking crazy thoughts or think sorry I keep saying crazy but thinking all these ways that I'm like okay I need to do something so I remember talking to my doctor and she said there's such a stigma on medication she said if you were to go in an eye exam and they were to tell you you have nearsighted vision (laughs) would you be like "Mm, no I'm not gonna get these glasses you know what I can figure it out I can whatever and she's like that is such a good analogy she said you need this medication to help you get to that to be able to meditate and get you to work out and she said you can't feel weak just because you need this little extra boost she said this is not this is out of your control this is a thing in your brain that is off that there's nothing you can do so now I'm also on the medication and I've been I, on it because I told Kayla like Kayla saw the positive changes within me like crazy and I said why changes. don't you just try the same one yeah so uh, so, so she I did copied it. me well no it's funny because I <laughs> called her and I was like no I'm on a different one and then I read it to you and you were like no that's the exact same one that I'm yeah. on yeah and something else that I found really interesting was I did some research and there's so many different types of anxiety so for like for example you have claustrophobia and I have postpartum anxiety in so anxiety affects one how do I say this one in 13 people are affected by anxiety I'm gonna say it in a British accent so it sounds like smarter one in 13 people are affected by anxiety okay now say only 36.9 percent of people actually receive treatment only 30, okay, actually, okay. I don't, if we double repeat it, that's probably annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but think of that. In this entire world, only 36% get the help they need. So this is what I was saying to mom. This was something we were mentioning before. When she was saying these things, I said, mom, if you're saying that you went through this exact same thing that 
I did. She maybe was just one of you yeah. have anxiety, and she's like, "Yeah, maybe that's a good point." And I'm like, "Okay." So she loves you so much. She agrees with anything you say. No, she's like such a good mom. She loves Anyways. you so much. No, she for sure loves you more than me. And I said to her, "Maybe when I have kids, you'll love me this much." And she was like, "Stacy, I hope so too." And then, and then we laughed and laughed and laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about anxiety anymore. Let's be done. Is that okay? Let's be done with this damn subject. <laughs> okay. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. So Kayla has nodes for sure, which is the worst thing that a singer could ever get. This is so off topic, but it's so funny. But there's one advantage to her, like, bad, poor vocal health. She can I sing do it on the spot. so high in, like, whistle tone like Mariah Carey with vibrato. Please just do it. Get closer to the <clears> mic. <throat> I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. You can now. do it. I can't do it. That has nothing to do with anything we just talked about, but that's hilarious. Okay, um, okay one thing that we do um, from time to time when we're feeling low, I don't know, I'm trying to like somehow make tie it, it in. tie it in, but we talk about um, things from the past. Yeah, so if you're around our age, then you might find this funny. If not, then ugh, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we swear, we think it's so funny. I think okay. I have to mar- mark it explicit now. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay, Kayla, why don't you start with Okay, why don't we just, like, go back and forth? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, butterfly clips. Oh, my God, I had so many. I thought it was so cool. One time, I got 20 butterfly clips on my (laughs) because I would do this thing where I would do these twisty back things, and I was like, I can get 20, and then I also would do a thing where I would cover my full bun in the back of my head, like, curly bun with... stick them in. And you thought, we thought we were so But they are coming back now. Yeah, so you know. Okay, Okay. No. Oh, it's my turn. (laughs) Okay, um, how obsessed we were with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh my gosh, yes. And Angel. Remember how much yes. I had a crush on him? Oh my god, I forgot about those she shows. She was so cool. Okay, next. Uh, okay, those clear plastic blow-up chairs and footstools. Oh my god. Do you god. remember them? I remember the specific color I wanted. It was like this deep purple. We had it. Did we end up yes, getting it? Yes, we got the deep purple <gasps> one. Oh my god, I remember the feeling, like, just sitting in it and it was, thinking that I scored big. Yeah, and we thought we were, like, the king of the castle. Like, yeah. we like, oh my god. Okay, we think Ellen's famous. Do you remember how famous Rosie O'Donnell was? Yes. And we had her doll, like, the Rosie oh, O'Donnell yeah. doll, and we would, and she would, like, say things. Like, Rosie Does O'Donnell. Does she bug you now, though, or no? I forget what happened with her, but yeah. I, I, she doesn't bug me. Whatever. We loved her. Why does she bug us now? I don't know. Okay, okay go. Uh, Polly Pockets. Oh, I wasn't a huge fan. Furbies? Oh, I did not like Furbies either. You were obsessed with them, but I felt like they were possessed. Oh my God, I love my Furby. And I remember I'd bring them in class and they would be in our backpacks and it was such a big thing at the time. So you'd hear like, 
go home like in, <gasps> from the backpacks or whatever it'd be like sleepy and then the teacher would be like you have to turn off your phone <laughs> no but remember in the middle of the night in your closet it would be yeah. like hello yeah why are you excited about that? I don't know. I loved them. Okay. I loved Beanie Babies. Oh, yes. And then do you remember how like people just like every place is like, if you still have your Beanie Baby, you're going to become a millionaire. Yeah, I know. But I would look it up and know we're not. That's yeah. the thing. Like you're not becoming a you millionaire. You still buy Beanie Babies now. So obviously. But it was like, if you have a classic collection, I remember thinking like, I'm going to score big. Yeah. But then I also didn't want to get rid of them because I thought they were so valuable. Yeah. And I remember I would like trade them and like there were like conventions oh it's it was yeah, crazy okay okay babies um okay do you remember the batteries that you could hold on either side to see if they were charged i still have those and it hurts what? my finger like more than anything wasn't there ones too that you could get elect oh if you put your tongue on it is that a true thing or is yeah, that i remember my friend sarah her brother sam made me stick my tongue on one and it like electrocuted my tongue didn't we get electrocuted once? Yes, by an electric fence. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. it hurts so bad. It hurts so okay. bad. <laughs> okay. Um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Is that? Just JTC. Home Alone? I mean, uh, Home Ow. Hardware? Home I mean, Home <laughs> Home Improvement. Yes, but he was also the voice See, of like that wasn't me. Like Simba in Lion King, and he oh. was just like the, he was like my fir- it was everybody's first crush of like the hottest. Yeah, he was such like a. That must I was just gonna say he was such a hot young boy, <laughs> but he was because we were the same age and we're like he's so hot. Okay, go ahead. Okay, do you remember LimeWire and Nap? Is it Napster or Napster? Na- Napster and Napster. Had like, remember had almost like a cat, like Batman looking thing, and yes. it, and those were the only way that we could listen to music, like illegally. Well, we yes, and then, okay, th- you saying that I prepared this because I know you're gonna remember it. Okay, <laughs> so do you remember when you would download a song and like sometimes it would work, but then sometimes it would have that ad. In the middle of the song. Okay, listen. I, I know remember. you're going to remember it. Okay, wait. My fellow Americans, I would once again like to say that I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did, however, go to ifreeclub.com <laughs> where they offer hundreds of free products, computers. Do you remember? And then you'd be like, oh, shoot, this one like, didn't okay, work. Okay, but also, why is there a man doing an impression of Bill Clinton and his speech about Monica Lewinsky. I don't, but do you remember it when I played it? Yes, of I course. did. However, go to what is it? Whatever.com. Oh my god, I like, forgot oh, about that. Like I have to pick another one to download. And then it would sit there, and then you'd have like your lineup of stuff, and you'd be watching like those circles, like yes. the circles. Oh my god. Uh, oh, I how can't times believe that have changed. <laughs> <laughs> I know now people just like I want them to illegally download my song. I know, yeah, just to listen to me. Okay, so. I don't have any more, so this I better do. be a bang ending. Okay. Well, I have a few more. Calamine lotion. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Solid. funny because I do have calamine lotion, and I tried putting it on the other day because I got attacked by mosquitoes, which I didn't even know were out in this season. <laughs> and I put it on, but it's like way more waterier than I remember it no, being. No, I remember it being watery. Like you needed a paintbrush to put it on. Like I remember mom would be like, don't worry, we'll get some calamine lotion. And your whole leg would be that like dusty Covered pink. In pink. Yeah. It's like that dusty pink chalky Rose. color. And it's like didn't work. But wait, let me tell you, I literally did this last week and it worked. What? I I'm being it, dead serious. I don't believe in it. <laughs> it was in your head. It, it worked. It was okay. the pill. <laughs> Um, okay. Oh, wait. I, I feel like I had one on my list, but I, I skipped it, and it was, like, my favorite one. Do you remember 
Um, Nanos. And Tamagotchis. Nanos. And do you remember what dad made us do? Yeah, mom is still mad at, at him about this to this day. Mom thinks this like, was ridiculous. Do you remember, Nanos, how you'd have to actually keep them alive or they would just die? Like, yes. they would just die. So da- our dad was like you guys if you guys want a nano and you think that you're responsible enough to to keep one of those alive then you need to babysit an egg for a week (laughs) and like not drop it and i remember we had to like draw a face on it as if it was like a real child and if we dropped it we didn't get our nano and like i dropped it and broke it and i was like devastated because i couldn't get my nano but mom was like just draw another one like just do another (laughs) one so then we pretended that i didn't break it and we got our nanos okay so here's the thing oh wait actually mom has maybe never confessed that to dad but dad and mom just to fill you in quickly dad and mom have been um divorced since i was i was in my mom's stomach yeah yeah kayla mom was pregnant and dad didn't know and then they got a divorce and then she's like p.s i'm pregnant it was like a soap opera so they've been divorced like all our lives and i can't even imagine them being together it'd be so weird but like people would like do like the babysitters course remember those babysitters courses and then sometimes you'd have to watch an egg for that but not for the freaking nano tamagotchi like dad and kayla killed her nano all the time after so but then like but then it just comes back to life so who cares i was devastated when it died (laughs) (laughs) like i would be traumatized Okay, so at the end of all the other episodes so far, we've done like story time and stuff like that, but we were talking to each other and we were thinking at the end of this episode, since we've been talking about anxiety and just like confessing it all, that we would also tell you guys embarrassing confessions. So sometimes there's those things that you do alone (laughs) and you just don't tell anyone that you've done them or acknowledge that you've done them. So I, I said, we haven't told each other these yet, but why don't, why don't we just confess something embarrassing and just make people feel less crazy than us okay so just keep in mind like i'm 29 turning 30 in november (laughs) and when i sleep i think that something's gonna like get me if i have a body part outside of my blankets (laughs) so like if my toe or if my hand like i have to have my blankets just up to my to my nose so my mouth is covered everything's covered and i will literally be so hot and this is an every night thing this isn't like a one-time thing what so i will be so hot and like having so much this could be why i wake up at night because i'm like dripping sweat (laughs) i like my if there's one toe one finger anything exposed i'm like they're gonna get me i remember is they i don't know well i this was when i was little like when i was in grade like four or something i remember i thought there was like an imaginary wolf that was gonna bite me beside my bed but like you are, I think it's like I don't know if I'm thinking like a it's ghost? like a spirit or a serial killer, but it's just the 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 amount of like comfort I feel once my fingers in or like. So you're thinking if my toes expose a serial killer, oh, gonna come something's in? gonna grab it or something. But like oh. I will be so hot, and all I want to do is just take off the blanket more than anything. But I can't do it. So when you argue with me and you say why don't you want to watch a horror movie? Maybe it's because I don't have to sleep with my legs under the blanket That's and you're true. dripping sweat. Yeah, you're like Stacy. It's fine. Let's just watch this horror movie. And then you get so scared that a serial killer is going to grab your toe. Or like any limb that's exposed. (laughs) Oh, it's so scary. Okay, that's my confession. Move on. Okay, this is Stacy now. So I know I'm a performer. So this seems normal-ish. But I need to tell you to the extent at which I do it. So sometimes when I'm alone in my bedroom, I will 
practice how I'm going to perform my song, okay, in a mirror. But then sometimes I'm like, imagine I was Beyonce and I was doing full choreo (laughs) during this song. And the thing is, I'm not a professional dancer and I can't dance like those professional like hip hop dancers and stuff that you see in those YouTube videos. But in my head, I'm like, maybe it's just because I'm not trying hard enough. (laughs) Like in my head, I'm like, I think if I hit it hard then I would look like one of them. It's just I'm not confident enough to do it in front of somebody, so I'm going to try really hard right now. So I will be in my bedroom hitting, like, made-up choreography (laughs) as hard as possible with a dead serious face on. Like, I'm not joking. And, And I'm, like, making up the choreo, so... I'm not a choreographer, so there it's the dumbest moves you've ever seen. And I will be I will be dripping sweat. Like and I'm like like singing a song and I'm like going like head, head, arm, arm, and like rolling my body. And then I, I was like what I was watching like a Lizzo thing and she was like twerking and I was like, I can for sure twerk like that if I just tried harder. And I've been watching a lot of um big I've been watching a lot of Big Frida and they do this thing called bounce, which is from New Orleans, and it'll be like and they're just bouncing their butts and I was like, I know I could do it. Dead serious face, like hands by myself. Mark doesn't even know that I do this. Hands on my bed looking back in the mirror to see if my butt is like doing it. And I'm like, like doing like the twerking motion with my butt bouncing. And I'm just like, how could I incorporate this into my show? And then I'll stand there and go, whoa, like that was like, what did I just do? Like it lasts usually about 10 minute spurts where I'm like thinking it's going and you great. You think it looks amazing. Well, I, I'm not noticing what's happening. <laughs> like I'm not like I'm like I cannot like explain to you. Zone. Like some people are probably thinking, oh, that's not that embarrassing. Like that's her job. Like you don't understand how hard I'm hitting it though. <laughs> like I'm hitting it like too hard. And like I do it this on like a I'll daily probably, piece. No, I'll probably do it like four times a week, maybe. Like <laughs> no, I do. Four times a week and like it, it gives like in the moment I'm super confident about it. And then I always just go like, hey, Mark, what's for dinner? Like, I'll like, he, <laughs> like I feel just... like guilty. Like, he doesn't know what was just happening. He doesn't. Like, when he oh listens to this, God. he doesn't know that that's happening in the other oh, room. Oh, I want him to walk in so bad on you one time doing that. Like, if I was being filmed, I think it would be the most embarrassing thing to ever be released. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I'm not kidding. It's, it's oh my so God, that's bad. so funny. Anyway, those are the confession confessions with Stacey and Kayla. That we need a sound effect. <laughs> Okay, so that's it. That's enough. Okay, they've heard us enough. So love you guys. Remember, rate, review, subscribe. We're going to say this at the end of every episode. Because it really is important. Like, you don't actually, like, realize until you start uh, doing a podcast how important it actually is. Because if we don't get those, then the podcast gets hidden and not everybody can, like, hear it or know it's there. So the more you do that, the more helpful it is to us. So do it, God. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't say that. You guys are awesome. Have a great day. If you're feeling anxious... Then take a pill. (laughs) No, if you're feeling anxious, just know there's a lot of things you can do. Give us a message on Instagram if you want. We can talk it out. Oh, yeah, we should start doing like a thing where people ask us questions and we give advice. Like we'd be the worst advice givers ever, but sure, we'll do that next episode. See how it goes. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.